I want to talk to you today about lights, just, just lights. There are, there are all types of lights in the world. And, and what do you think about when you see these different lights? What do you think about when you see these train lights? What do you think about? Uh, I think about Nebraska. Whenever I go see my in-laws, we always have to cross the train tracks, the train lights, to be able to get to their house. I always think about Nebraska when I see train lights. What, what do you think about when you see these traffic lights? I'm curious by a show of hands at all the locations online. You can participate as well. When you see yellow, raise your hand if you think slow. Okay, okay. When you see yellow, who thinks go, go? Yeah, I did it this morning. Boy, I hit that guy. Foosh! Boy, I got through that yellow light with the quickness. Yes, I did. What do you think about when you see police lights? Some of y'all got nervous. Look at you, huh? Yeah. I think about Tiffany getting tickets. That's a whole other story, huh? <laughs> what do you think about when you see headlights? Headlights. I, I think about deer. I don't know why. I just don't want to hit a deer. I think I thank God for these headlights so I can see at night. I don't want to hit a deer. What, what do you think about when, when you see a lightsaber? What do you think about some are like, oh, oh, Star Wars. It's Star Wars. What do you think about when you see carnival lights? You know, somebody might say the fair or amusement park or Disney World. I think about family memories. We have, we've had so much family fun and memories at, at carnivals, at amusement parks. What do you think about when you see fire? What do you think about? I think about heat. I think about cooking. I think about when I was a Boy Scout and I went camping one time. That's right. Yeah, see, camping to me is a three or four star hotel. Come on, somebody. Hey, Pastor, you want to go camping? Where's the hotel? Yeah, I want to go. Where's the hotel? Lights, lights. The Christmas story is really all about light. John chapter 3, verse 19 says this This is the verdict. Light has come into the world. Jesus, light came into the world that first Christmas day. And scripture says, but men loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. John chapter 8 and verse 12 says that Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus is the light. Wherever there's Jesus, there's light. And Jesus wants you to live in his light. He wants you to experience the light that he gives. He wants the inside of you to be full of light. But there's a serious problem that is hindering so many people from living in God's light. If you're taking notes, write this down. Here's the first reason why, and that is people love darkness. People love darkness. John said it there in chapter 3 and verse 19. He says, light came into the world, but men love darkness instead of light, because their deeds were evil. People love darkness. I think we all know this. So much sin takes place in darkness, and people are always trying to hide their sin in the dark. I even remember when I was, when I was a teenager, I remember in our, me and my brother shared a room. We had three windows in our room. And when it turned dark, I would sneak out one of them windows. I didn't ever do it in the daytime. Oh, no, no. Brother had a sense. I did it at night to go see my friends, to go see my girlfriend. So much 
sin happens after the sun goes down. Come on, some of you know who, Dee Dee? The freaks come out at night. It's true. Some of you got to Google. You don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the freaks come out at night. The parties, the clubs, the drunkenness, the crimes goes up after dark. Murder, rapes, drug deals, violence, people, love, darkness. Three things you need to know about darkness. You got to understand these three things about darkness. And the first is this. Darkness can be fun. Some of the sin that happens in darkness can be a lot of fun. So sometimes I'll meet Christians and they're like, I just, I just don't know. I don't know why people sin. I just don't know. Well, anybody that says sin isn't fun didn't do it right. You know, it, it can be fun. It can be a blast. It can be a thrill. But just because it's fun doesn't mean it's right. Just because it feels good doesn't mean it's right. Just because it brings some type of pleasure doesn't mean it's right. Here's the second thing about darkness you have to understand. Darkness can be deceptive. That verse says people love darkness because their deeds are evil. James says this about evil deeds in James chapter number 1. In verse number 14, he says, but each one is tempted when by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Sin is enticing. It's fun. It feels good. It can bring you pleasure. But verse 15 says, then after desire has conceived, conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to to death. No matter how much fun or pleasure sin brings, it's short-lived because sin always ends in death. He goes on to say this in verse 16. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Don't be deceived. When you're in the enticing stage, you think, I'm not experiencing death. Me and my girlfriend are having sex, but I'm not experiencing death. We're just having a lot of fun together. I'm looking at pornography, but I'm not experiencing death. I'm just satisfying my lust. I'm being unfaithful to my spouse. They'll never find out. There's no death here. I'm just finally getting my needs met. You're fudging the numbers at work, and you just think, I'm just trying to make a little extra money. I'm not experiencing death. I'm going to get me a bonus at the end of this year because of how I'm manipulating these numbers. You hate people and you're holding a grudge and you think, I'm not experiencing death. It feels so good to hold on to this bitterness. It feels good to get even with them whenever I can. You're telling a lie to cover up the last lie. And you're thinking, I'm not experiencing death. I'm actually keeping myself out of a horrible mess by lying. But God's word says, don't Deceive yourself. It's really not working out as good as you think it is. Your sin isn't fully grown yet. But when it's full grown, Scripture says death will follow. Heartache follows. Pain follows. Damaged relationships follow. Broken trust follows. A destroyed reputation follows. A damaged soul follows. Addiction follows. The evil deeds of darkness are very deceptive. Here's the third thing you have to understand about darkness, and that is darkness can create fear. 
When people are living in darkness, fear starts to grip their heart and to control their life. He says this in John chapter 3 and, and verse number 20, that next verse. He says, everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light. Why? For fear that his deeds will be exposed. And some of you are living in darkness and are experiencing the death that comes from sin. You're experiencing some pain. You're experiencing some heartache. You're experiencing some suffering, but you refuse to come to the light because of fear, fear of shame. I'm not telling anybody. No one can know what I'm doing. I don't even want God to know. Fear what others may think. If they really knew you were living in the dark and all the things that you're doing, if they ever found out you had this fear, fear of the consequences if people found out. Fear of disappointing or losing some family or friends. Fear. Fear of people thinking less of you. Fear of people talking about you. Fear that even God will reject you. The devil will use fear to keep you from coming to Jesus, the light of the world. The devil will whisper in your ear, God is mad at you. God hates you. God doesn't love you. Your sin is worse than everybody else's sin. You can't be forgiven of that kind of sin. And the devil is deceiving some of you, and he's using fear to keep you away from Jesus. He's using fear, and you're hiding. Nobody can know because fear of evil deeds will cause people to hide from the light. And today I've come to tell somebody, stop listening to the devil. And number two is this, run to the light. That's, that's what I've titled today's message, run to the light. Notice what the next verse says in John chapter, th chapter 3. We're studying verse 19 through 21 today. Verse 21 says this, but whoever lives by the truth, everybody shout truth. Yeah, whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly. That what has been done has been done through God. Run to the light. The only way to live by the truth, the only way out of the deception, the only way out of the fear is to run to the light. Run to Jesus because he isn't trying to condemn you. He's trying to rescue you. Matter of fact, a few verses earlier in John chapter 3 and verse 17, Scripture says this, for God did not send his son. That first Christmas day, he did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. God did not send Jesus, the light of the world, for you to go into hiding. So some, some of you are hiding right now because... Because you think Jesus came to condemn you. So you're like, I don't want that light on me. You, you, you think Jesus hates you. You think, you, you think Jesus came to beat you up. And Jesus said, no, I came to get you up. You got to come to the light. Jesus is not trying to kick you while you're in your sin. He's trying to lift you out of your sin. But you got to come to the light. You got, you got to run to Jesus. You got to run to the light of the world so your sins can be forgiven. Don't let fear. Fear will have you hiding. Fear will have you ducking. Fear will have you running. There's light, but you're running from it and you're hiding because that's what fear will do. That's what sin will do. Sin will have you deceived. It will have you running and hiding. And Jesus is saying, I have forgiveness for you. 
run to the light. I didn't come to condemn you. I came to rescue you. I came to light up your life. I came to forgive you. I came to wash away your sin. I came to do what you can't do for yourself. You cannot forgive you. You cannot cleanse you. You cannot change you. But if you'll run to the light of the world, he'll forgive you of all of your sins. And he will change your life. Father, I thank you right now that by the power of the Holy Spirit and the love of Jesus Christ, that you're drawing people. There are people that right now, they know they're unworthy. They, they know they've blown it. They know they've messed up. Oh, but because of Jesus, they can run to the light and be forgiven. I come against fear. I silence the lie of the devil that says God does not love me. God can't forgive me of my sin. God cannot change me. Oh, I silence the lie in Jesus' name. And I thank you that many people are running to the light of the world and will experience grace, mercy, and forgiveness. In Jesus' name I pray. As eyes are closed and heads are bowed at every single location, you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're hiding, you're running, you're in sin, you're in bondage, you're in darkness, and today's your day to come to Jesus. He loves you. He loves you. Give Jesus a try. You say, well, I'm not sure about this God thing. I'm not sure about this Jesus thing. Just give him a try. Come on, you've given everything else a try. Give Jesus a try. You've given drugs a try. You've given sex a try. You've given alcohol a try. You, you've given you've given boyfriend and girlfriend a try. You've given lots of things a try. Give Jesus a try. And just watch, won't the light of the world change your life? There are some of you on this Christmas at People's Church. You need to run to Jesus and, have, and rededicate your life back to him. You've been running from God. You used to live for God. You used to serve for God. But you've got back into the world. You're doing the world way. And, and now you're hiding. And you got fear. And you, you've got condemnation. And you need to come and rededicate your life to Jesus. He wants to forgive you. And he wants to change you. If that's you, as I count to three, would you raise your hand high in the air? Today is the day. Don't wait. Don't delay. Today is the day. I know that you may have come here because you came to watch a child get dedicated. You may have come here because a friend invited you. You may have come here because you say, you know, around the Christmas season, I always show up to church. You may have come here for a free lot table. Whatever reason you came, I want you to know the primary reason that God drew you here was to forgive you of all of your sins and give you a brand new life. If that's you, as I count the three would you shoot your hand in the high, high in the air and I want to lead you in a prayer to say yes to Jesus one two three just lift it high right now and say pastor that's me I see your hand I see your hand others today I see your hand I see your hand others today I see your hand so awesome I see your hand come on every location Midwest City Northwest just lift it high just lift it high Edmond just lift it high Indianapolis lift it high if you're joining us online right now click the raise your hand button or write the word that's me is there somebody else lift it high lift it high today's your day to be forgiven today's your day to be made right with God God loves you God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. God so loved the world. That's you. God loves you today, sir. God loves you today, ma'am. No matter what you've done, God loves you. Is there somebody else today that wants to lift your hand up and be included in this prayer to have your sins forgiven? Is there somebody else? That's it. So awesome. Is there somebody else today? So awesome. His hands are up all around this building. Would you pray with me? Confess this prayer with your mouth. Believe it with your heart. God's going to wash away your sins today. Pray with me now. Heavenly Father, I turn away from my life of sin and I turn my life over to Jesus. 
I turn my life over to the light of the world. Jesus Christ, I believe that he's the son of God, that he lived the perfect life, that he died on the cross, that he rose again. And today I trust him with my life. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. My life is yours the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Give God some praise.